This is As of Late Podcast. I'm your boy Titus. This is episode 93, and we got Skinny J with us. What's going on, brother? What's up? What's up? I'm glad to be here. Yes. Uh, appreciate the opportunity. Hey, man. Appreciate you coming aboard, man. How you feeling, man? How, how's your mental feeling? How, how's your weekend started so far? Um, Mental, feeling drained, but mm. um, I'm always working. But the weekend so far has been um, a blessing. It's beautiful, you know, waking up every day. Yeah, man. Each day is a blessing, dude. You know, you got to appreciate the present because there's some people that didn't wake up. Oh, yeah, I sure. was just um, looking on the news and I saw, I don't know if you saw, they had a um, Travis Scott concert as well um, yes. in Houston for Astro Fest. And they were saying over like 11 people died, like yeah, got trampled over. And stampede or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. And it's just like, dang, like just imagine like your daughter or like, I can't imagine that like my son or daughter going to a concert just to have a good time and then getting that phone call that it's just like, yo, your kid's dead. Yeah. I'm just having a good time. Nothing crazy, you know, just like literally them just wanting to have a good time. Yeah. And so um, you got to appreciate it, man. You got to appreciate the present because right. some people... Waking up without loved ones, some people waking up under bridges, and so like that's one thing I had to learn about myself is just appreciate the now. You know what's going on with the now. You got to because the now is now, and if you look back, sometimes you don't realize you're in the now, and then it's, it'd be too late if it's gone from you. You know, <sighs> like like the old UGK song, "One day you're here, yeah. and then you're gone." <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to know, um, what did the J stand for in Skinny J? Um, J, um, my first name is um, Javarian. So, Javarian. All right. So yeah. I was I was on it. You yeah. got it on the gram. <laughs> I just was like, all right. that yeah. mean, You know, people have false stuff on the gram, and I didn't know if it was like, if that was it. I kind of was going towards that, but I was yeah. like, oh, it may not be. Yeah, it's um, my first name. Um, a lot of people mess it up a lot. So um, it's just like the skinny J. I always been kind of skinny, um, mm-hmm. you know, get larger a little bit, LOL. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just skinny J. That was something catchy. And um, when people know, you know, skinny or skinny J or that skinny, you know, either one. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Well, um, I just seen we were talking about before the podcast started um, you at the Larry June concert and how motivating that was not just on the scale of like seeing you that close and and vibing and the energy that he probably gave you but um just larry june in general is one of those artists to where i listen to and he gets me in a mind state of just either chill vibes or just motivating like for me to just go out there and get it um you being somebody um that has kind of seen both sides of it because we're going to get into like where you're originally from and then coming over here to North Carolina, how how is it having somebody like, you know, like a Larry June, when you when you think about ownership, you know, somebody like yourself that you got Westcott Studio, you know, and then you you listening to somebody like a Larry June, like a um like a Dom Kennedy, you know, I would say, um, this era of like, you know, like a big sad, you know, a big sad nineteen yeah. where they're in that mind frame of like ownership early on. Like I feel like that's recirculating itself um from back in the day from like the two shorts and the masterpiece. Yeah. Um how is it for somebody like yourself or how important is it for our community to see somebody like a Larry June, like somebody like yourself, even with like Westcott Studio to where showing people that it's attainable and to and to know when to hold them, know when to fold them when it comes to having your own like ownership and stuff like that with your businesses. Um, I would say just for like ownership part, it's just about 
if you want to be stagnant in one area, um, it's multiple areas for revenue, just doing anything. You know, if you want to do a podcast, if you want to do clothes, if you want to do, you know, whatever you want to do, um, take your brand or whatever your established brand and, you know, the sky is the limit. Um, that's one thing like with me, um, West Sky Studios, I'm just a creative director, but um, my homie Shane, he's the owner. But with that, you know, our team from Dev and Jeff, um, you know, we we branch out. We do so many different things for the brand to where, yeah, it's a clothing brand, but within it's a collective almost to where we're we're into art. You know, we're taking it from mm-hmm. an art standpoint to we also taking it from um, community service to giving back to recycle using recyclable um, clo- our clothing and recycling it, making um you know different um fabrics and stuff like that within. Mm-hmm. So. I would just say just taking your established brand and just branching it out so far where all those come together, but it, it equals out to different different ways within the community or within like your whatever fan base you want to put it as. Mm, that's that's very well put because when I think about when I seen you a part of Westcott Studios, when I think of when I think of you in general, like aside from like Westcott, just skinny J, like that's exactly what you are. Like you are a collective, like a, a brand in its own where it's like, yeah, you, you're a cool dude, but then like how you add in a mixture of everything from the arts to the business. Um, it's very motivating, you know? And then like, cause I was telling you before the podcast, I knew of you before actually meeting you yeah. through Cuzzo. And yeah. then just like Cuzzo, it's a small world where it's just like, I start seeing you and then not just that, but just like on the gram, I'm like, like I said, perfect example, like looking at you um, following like Big Sad 1900, who's from the West Coast. I'm like, oh, this dude tapped in because <laughs> the homie from my tribe. I'm like, yo, that is what's up. It's yeah. just like every time I would see you, even at events, I'm like, yo, homie tapped in, bro. Like like yeah. you, you from the littlest dude to like the biggest. And that's what it's all about, because I feel like with somebody like yourself that is building its brand, building your brand. Um, it's very important to stay having your ear to the street and and being in that like networking type of field. You know, like it, it comes more organic when you're tapped in and really a fan of people. Like perfect example, like you was t- talking about with like Larry June. That was an organic conversation you guys were having. Yeah. And so having you on this podcast is dope because I'm like, man, like it, everything, the energy before I even met you was already there. Gotcha. And so when I first met you at Skinny J and Friends, I was like, "Yep, like it matched perfectly." Like, Facts. the whole the whole vibe, the whole energy, and so like, how important is that as well? Just being being tapped in with somebody, um, like yourself that's building something. Like, how how important is it to be like tapped into, um, from the smallest to the biggest, and in, in, in this community in particular with the Charlotte community? I would say for me, um, you know, first like. It's, it goes back to, like, my actual brand I have. It's called um, Creativity and Collaboration. Okay. And it's basically, you know, like, what we're doing right now. We're collabing. But, you know, it's just pretty much I collab with so many people just either from just helping them with, like, whatever vision they have. Because my slogan, I just want to see everyone win. And mm-hmm. um, I think for me, as I collab with others, it's just organic relationships, Um you know, I meet people and then I, I mostly support people because I get a lot of support, but I actually want to see people win. And um, 
It's just like from that conversation, from like a music or from, hey, I like that hoodie, you know, or I take pictures and stuff like that. And it's just from there, what can we do, you know, if your vision you think is, you know, or skinny, what do you think? Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, like, what do you think or how can we, you know, it's a we instead of just you. Because some people, they be stuck in the dark and they don't want to ask for help. Mm -hmm. And then also, too, it's just like. If I see you the homie and I'm not going to let you fall, like, if I know I got resources, I'm going to, like, tap you into it, me. But at the same time, I can, you know, extend my hand, but you got to take it after that and do mm. what you need to do, you yeah. know, because I can't hold your hand through the whole process. Yeah. And and two things that I got out of that, which you just said, is what I was just talking to my family in Bible study is pride, yeah. putting your pride to the side. Because the smallest scent of pride can mess up the biggest blessing that's coming your way. But right. you don't get that blessing because you're putting your pride above all. And so having that pride, too, I don't care if you're, I've always said this, I don't care if I get to a big brand name to seeing a bum on the street. If I can get a jewel from him talking about something from his past, because most people that are homeless, a lot of them um, are people from situations where they were CEOs of companies and stuff like that that just had a bad divorce or like just had a bad addiction. It's not nothing to do with their mind. And so I'm I humble myself all the time to where like whether it's somebody like yourself yeah. or like I said, like a dude that I'm gonna see at a cast bus station, like always keep your ear to that to that knowledge because you never stop learning. And so that's that's really dope. I, I agree one hundred percent with that. But um one thing I Another thing I want to ask is, like, how did it start? Like, where, like, let's get into the basis of who you are, like, aside from, like, Skinny J. Like, where are you from? Like, um, L.A., South Central. Um, okay. I claim Charlotte as well because I've been here majority. Um, But it started from the roots of there, but just mostly coming back and forth. And then Charlotte just kind of raised me. But I was always going back and forth to L.A. Okay. And, um, just from there, it was just, you know, that, that ground, that hustle out there. And then here, it's the same way everywhere, you know, I, I think. And it's just pretty much um, just taking – I had to realize me as a man growing up, like, what did I want to do? You know, because I got certain friends who's part of gangs, mm. who's um, behind bars. And it's just like at a certain point, you got to realize, do you want to choose which side, you know? Um, mm. Do you want to make sure, you know, you want to have a family and have a good life for them? Or do you want to struggle almost, you know? And no offense to anybody struggling, but at the same time, you always want to see everyone win. You always want to see the best of everyone, but you got to get yourself out these environments if you feel like they're still struggling, bringing you down, because you'll never get to where you need to go if you keep going back to the same environment. Mm, yeah, that's that's facts, because then you become that product of your yeah. environment, and that could be a sad case for some. Um, how... Comparison-wise, moving back and forth, like you said, you coming from South Central to Charlotte, and then me, somebody like myself, born and raised here, um, how was that transition on, uh, I want to talk about it on a bunch of different scales. On From one scale, like, you're coming from South Central where it's like, it's very territorial yeah. to where, not to say Charlotte isn't, but it's like apples to oranges to where, like, you know, even the gang activity here in Charlotte is replicated from what you guys originated in in LA not to say we don't have bloods and crips here but it's like it's it's different you yeah. know it's like a lot of like like the crips that I know like 
it came because of somebody coming from LA and starting it here. Yeah. And and, and same thing with like Bloods. A lot of them came from like Texas or like the West Coast and then migrated over here. And so being somebody that came from over here, like how was that looking at the different like landscape of like even just like gang activity here and just like the different art scenes? Like what 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 did you see to where Charlotte was greater at? And then what did you see even art wise that Charlotte was lacking at that you yourself could like step into and like add your add your piece to it? I would say from a from a standpoint, from an art standpoint. Creative wise, I always been a creator, but it was kind of like back and forth. It's like that mind state of how can you push yourself um, creatively? Mm. Um, you know, I was I tell a lot of people I was a shy creative. So me coming over here, you would catch me like at Dump and Swipe. You would catch me at like, you know, Camp North End, you know, um, you know, I would see like Cuzzo Key, Otto Rainwater, um, Mariah, you Shout know, out to Fields, all of you know. But I wouldn't say anything because, you know, from a back L.A. point, you know, we don't really talk. You know, we just kind of observe and see what the surrounding. It was just like I'm just looking around like, wow, you know, like um, they're just like me. Like um, I always shout Autumn out because um, Autumn was like one of the first people I met kind of like going to Buffalo Exchange and just listening mm -hmm. to her music. And you can tell like from her music, it was like she was super creative, talented. And then I would just see the homies, you know at these events and I'm like, I wouldn't say anything, but I'm like, at a certain point, I got to break out of this because they're just like me because I'm going to school and this and that. And it's like, you know, I got friends, but they're, they mindset. It's just like, okay, I'm doing this. But in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking about art. I'm thinking about just different stuff where I finally found a group that was, you know, dedicated towards me that really know art, you know, can dress, you know, different, you know, and express themselves. So it was just, um, I wouldn't say lacking anything. It was just more me coming out of comfort zone to, okay, instead of being shy, just um, know the person who I am and just really tap into within the people surrounding me. And it was just like, I'm going to see y'all every time an uh, art event or whoever got this going on. I might as well speak or say hello, you know, because mm -hmm. we're going to see each other like almost every Friday night, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. so, um, so I would say it was just that tapping into tapping into like me from not being shy to really okay understanding you are creative it's cool to think that way it's cool to dress how you dress to express yourself through pictures and different other stuff you know so when did you when would you say you got to that point and like age-wise when did you say that like everything clicked in that where it was probably, like probably it doesn't like, matter um, i'd probably say like 17 17 16 you know 17 i would say that's early yeah. because for a lot, like for somebody like myself, that, that aha moment didn't come until I was in my twenties where I was just like, where you really just like fuck what people think type yeah. of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Cause being somebody, especially a minority and, yeah. and where, I mean a young person in general, but just especially a minority in a city where it's like, it's very follow the leaderish where yeah. it's like, you, you don't want to be left out because the person that doesn't want to do a certain thing, you know, gets picked on or teased. And so, like, a lot of people live their whole lives, like, just trying to fit in into a space to where, like, myself, like, I was a very, I wasn't necessarily fitting into a space, but I was very, I'm a very loving person. Yeah. Like, I would give the shirt off my back. And, and doing that would put myself in wrong scenarios or being around people that didn't really have genuine love 
to where I was like, man, like when I got in my twenties, I was like, you know what? I really don't want to do this. Like, (laughs) like why, why am I even chilling with these guys? Like it's nothing beneficial coming out of this. Like, and so I didn't, that's dope to have that mentality at an early age, like how you did, because a lot of people don't get that until later on. And going into my next question with that, you know, meeting people, like how you said, like a autumn, like a cuzzo, um, I would, I would take it. That's kind of in a sense how in long, long term, how skinny J and friends developed in a sense. Like, Cause skinny yeah, J and yeah. skinny, skinny J and friends is like a dope concept that I yeah. see just on the gram. Yeah. That now is starting to branch off to something that's dope yeah. as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's way bigger. Um, you know, just my little idea, but I would say it's, it's a thing and it's just like, um, it's a, you know, it's kind of like a collective, but it's just like, wow. Like, you know, if you know Skinny J or Skinny J know you like, you know, like, wow. But, um, Mm. it came from just even, um, you know, shout out to my boy Banks. Um, you know, we, we was going to do something, but unfortunately, you know, just with a certain timeline, but that's, that's my dog. Um, we're still going to do something in the works. Um, fat boys tires. But um, Skinny J and friends just come from, like, my friends. You know, anybody who I associate with, um, just the energy, um, who, you know, I like, who I like what they're doing, and just, just you know, from music, from photography, from mm. anything that you're doing that I, you know, I, I acknowledge, and I'm like, yo, um, you're just part of that, you know, um, because you're dope in your own way, and it's just like, now I want, you know, granted – like I tell a lot of people, it's not about me. It's always been about my friends. Mm. And it's, um, I say that because my friends was make, they make me go, um, mm. you know? So like when I see, you know, for example, you know, Cuzzo, you know, his show at Snug, you know, I always knew of Cuzzo, but when we finally met, it was just like, we had been friends for so long because we had already talked, you know, we just didn't mm. kick it. And it was just like, you know, somebody like that, him, you know, like I told him his music just, motivates me sometimes when i'm in a funk Mm. but you know i consider him like you know that's my dog you know that's my bro to me you know managing him you know with his music because it's like i believe so much in you that let's let's kick it in gear you know Mm. but um back to the question um just from skinny j and friends like if if i see what you're doing and you know you're doing it and i don't even have to be a part of it i just want you to be acknowledged on a scale that hey continue doing what you're doing because you're you're doing something beautiful it's impacting. Um, it's impacting. You know, you might not think it's very impactful, but stuff like that helps people motivate and mm. keeps them motivated to, you know, their craft or what they want to do. That's dope. And that's what people need. They yeah. need that community of people that's cheering them on, in a sense. I would I would say the the energy that I got from it was just like, a, like you said, a collective of people just like, um, yo, I'm I'm rooting for you. You know, I see what you're doing because so many, so many people in the city are doing great things that get looked over. And so, like, I see the original concept of what you're doing and how it can branch off to where it's like, yo, let's show this cat some love, man. Let's show because every everybody that you're messing with, like I said in the beginning, like with Larry, it's organic. Oh, yeah. Like it's people that you really fuck with. You really have admiration where it's like, yo, I like what you're doing. And that goes a long way in just even with the networking scale to where it's like it's all different people from different tribes to where, you know, that person may be a photographer. That person may be a a painter. 
that person may be a chef to where like you you visit each other's different corporations and different stuff to right. where it's like that's how it continues to grow. You know, like if I if if twenty of my homies tell um their people, yo, come to this skinny J and friends thing and then they network and then you know it's like the the domino effect. It continues right. to grow and that's that's what I feel like that's what it's all about. You said you got a um you did your first skinny J and friends actually like how how long ago was that? Like um, a couple months ago? Yeah. So the first show that I actually did was FUBU. It was an art exhibit for um photographers. So I had that okay. at the corner. Um and it's FUBU for us, by us. And um that was like my first ever show in general that I did. Um we had some photographers come through. Okay. Um everybody who I knew, um, they took shots of um of their work and was able to get it framed. Um shout out to OG Amy. Mm -hmm. um she owns the corner um it's a dope shop i don't know if you've been but it's super dope mm -hmm. but um, i haven't gone yet. it's like a mm -hmm. gift shop but it's just with art it's just i'm gonna have to take you there okay but um we had it there and then from there i was just like i want to do something with like the artists i know like from key to you know just um to kobe um you know pt tommy mack you know um Ghetto Check, just all the people who I listen to, name. you know. So, oh yeah, Ghetto, Ghetto Check, Check. the Bell Boys, um, you know, you know, with that, and I was just like, man, you know, need to do a show, just you know, incorporating hip hop, and just some people don't really know them. Like I even had my coworker Justin, you know, to where that was his first performance, and mm. um, I just really, you know, granted, I love everybody what they're doing in the city, you know, I love Luke, I love, you know, Sianca, Elevator, but I just from a different scale, I wanted to show people that people might not know of or just people you can tap in with to like, hey, you know, it's some more other dope artists, and um, I wanted people to see like these are all my homies, my friend. And um, mm -hmm. the highlight was just, you know, this was like a major show for Key because he was like the headliner. And, yeah. Um, that was one thing me and him talked about because I, you know, I see his vision and I was just like, I, I need you to headline this show because, you know, people really, you know, fuck with you. Like, they, yeah, they like what you're doing. And, you know, if you know Key, Key be chilling, but he, yeah, he's, he's, super he's reserved, out there. But I'm like, you are a superstar. And like I tell a lot of people, like I tell them you're a superstar. It's not like I'm, you know, being funny. I'm like, you know, you're in your different lane. You know, you're doing your own lane for, mm. you know, for a reason. Um, you know, like for example, my homie Tavares, like, um, do you listen to Les? Les out of um Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I don't know why I thought he was from New Orleans. I guess because he I used think to he mess is with from New Orleans. From I think, yeah, but he's staying. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, but he's staying in Texas. He I moved think. out there, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, my, my homie Tavares got a unique sound, and it's just like he's gonna be. He he did Les' new album coming out pretty soon. That's dope. And it's just like yo, he um that sound. Tavares, you just can't explain it. You just got to listen to it. And it's just like something like that. You know, it's just like everybody who I talk to or mess with, they're they're super unique. So it's just like you can't say Key sound like um, Ghetto Check or Ghetto Check sound like P.T. Mac or, mm -hmm. you know, Slug or a Jake. Like they all sounded different from my show. So and that's what I wanted to show people, like the different um, the variety of different, you know, hip hop artists within the city. Yeah, that's the first show in a while where, because I looked at a lot of, like, you did a great job of, like, promoting that. Because, Appreciate like, that. you, um, 
you would highlight the artist like you throughout that whole week you were highlighting the artist like yo this is so and so he gonna be here and so i was digging it and listening and just like yo like i took that style kind of from uh west side guns i did it from an art mm, art approach okay just to kind of like put the slash of their name through their eyes just to make Mm -hmm. it um and um it's it's something um i'm not gonna give it out yet but it's something works with the actual highlighting that i'm gonna do from an art standpoint so Mm. that's why i did it that way that's dope. But, um, yeah. That was a dope concept because it it drew attention to them single like solo individually, yeah. but it gave the big it gave the the message of like this is where they're gonna be at as well. And so when I went to that event, and this is somebody that's born and raised here, um I I heard cats and it it gave me a breath of fresh air yeah. in the sense where it's like it's it showed me that the type of music that I mess with, it's Charlotte artists doing that. Oh, yeah. like, for sure. Like, for I sure. already I already knew that with Cuzzo. And like yeah. you said, like, even yourself, bro, like, you're a star. Like, Cuzzo's a star. Like, what y'all doing, the movement that y'all are creating is dope as hell. And I don't say that lightly. Like, it, the people that I know that got it, like, I told Cuzzo back in the day, I was like, bro, you got it, bro. Yeah. Like, you in your own lane. Like, yeah. the cast that got it, you know who got it. Like it, it, it just takes people catching up to it. Like you or what you're doing on your grind, like bro, like the I see it, the bigger scale of like the what it's gonna become. Yeah. And so you encourage people like that because like people already don't get their flowers enough. Oh yeah. And that's and that's when people like start getting in their own head and you know, the biggest thing with a creative it, it with a creative is react um uh, re Oh, what's the word? Like reconfirming to themselves that they got it. Oh yeah, and you sure. can lose that sometimes. And so dealing with him in this particular event that you threw, it was a breath of fresh air for me to see people from the city, not just like Cuzzo, like I said, but the younger people that opened up for him. Yeah, um, yeah like, like Julian Ray Caladad. Yeah, like he had a lot of you know just different different genre, and it was just pretty much just to show you from a standpoint like. You know, granted, you might not know of them, but from their music, you're going to be like, okay, who is that? Mm-hmm. Or I need to tap in and be like, yo, can I interview you? Or, you know, whatever case may be. Um, and one thing, like I was telling um, I had to take a step back, you know, even um, the the homie playoff starter, you know, I had to take a step back just to look and be like, wow, I really, like, did a showcase and really, like, it was a packed house. Like, shout out to um, Dump and Swat. Um, feels for that but it was like a packed house and I was just like blown away like you know granted they came out for Skinny J but it was like Skinny J and friends you know yeah mm-hmm. the, the mission was accomplished brother right. <laughs> the mission was definitely Appreciate accomplished that. and shout out to Playoff Starter as well oh, yeah, that's, yeah. he 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 another one yeah. he, he got I, it we, like, we had some te- um, some technical difficulties but um, you know like I told Playoff it Hey, he you got the message across with mm-hmm. the with the first Rick. So I told him, um, but we got something in works with him too, cause um, he he was very groovy. Like, yeah, I, like he got some stuff on the way too. Um, like um, I think November the eleventh, he's dropping something. And, um, I had to play a preview for you off air, but it's yeah, playoff is he's dope. Yeah, he was my and I'm. Shout out to everybody that was there. Yeah, yeah. Like he was my second favorite, yeah, yeah. opposed to Cuzzo. Yeah, I probably because I was listening to playoff before he. Um, I went to the event. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking forward to him. I was he, like, yeah, he, he, he's he, on the way. He groovy though, and that's the thing I like because even like Key put me on. But it was like you know I really like listening to music like um because this music my thing like I listen through the beat but just listen to what he's saying it's just like 
just to hop on like some samples he do and just mm-hmm. go crazy, you know. It just he's just sliding, you know. He he gave me like that young Larry June, you know. Yeah, he just keeps talking <laughs> shit. And it's just like a you know, like hey, I'm gonna let you know, you know. So, but um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly the vibe that he gives me. Yeah. Like that's probably why I fuck with him because yeah. like the people we were talking in the beginning, like a like a Larry June and um. You know, like a Dom, yeah. um, even, you know, God, God rest his soul, like a Nipsey. Like, yeah. these guys were so in their own lane, yeah. not even just, like, uh, aside from the business aspect, well, what they were, what they created, like, with Dom and with Larry and what Nipsey created, but just their swag and just, like, yeah. their demeanor, what beats they could ride, how they can ride a beat yeah. is very dope. And I see that with player. Yeah. Um, going back a little bit, just briefly with um, – the experiences that you had with with the late great Nipsey um, reminded me of like with a Larry June, like we were just saying, like a Dom Kenny, and then you think of the late then the late great Nipsey Hustle, um, that work ethic, and you know motivating myself to like build my brand or build this up to something yeah. like that. Um, what is what is some things that you in that in that time that you did was able to like work with them that you got out of that um i would say you know uh, first off um uh, most thankful you know rest in peace nipsey but um me interning um for him you know just for um at the store the marathon store within me interning from that part to where we we changed the game almost because we turned it from a regular store into a smart store mm. um and that been you know um like i tell a lot of people um you know, to my cousin Shep, right now he's locked down, but he'll be a, you know, free Shep. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I had to work for that. It wasn't just because, oh, yeah, Shep's your cousin, and that's the homie, you know. Um, I had to really introduce myself, um, talk to Nipsey, and just tell him what I wanted to do. But also, he would challenge me because he was just like, what do you want to do? Like, I can help you here, but outside of just interning here, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And um, some gems just from him was just, you know, just always questioning because he was just like from Nipsey. What I would see is he had so much going on, but he would still take his day out to if somebody wanted to give him a CD or if they wanted to say hey mm. to him, if they wanted to take a picture. So I kind of put myself to if anybody hit me up, I'm gonna always try and be available if I can do it because he would do so much within the community. You can come in there right now and say, oh, I got a CD. Can you want to listen to it? He's not gonna be like, oh no, I'm good today. He will go out his way and say, okay. You know, or, you know, or if a homeless person, I need $5 and it, it give it to him, you know. So, um, mm. gyms like that was always continue staying working. But also, the longer, or not the longer, I would say the route you want to go, what's the end result? Mm. What do you want to do or what do you see yourself doing? And um, that's what I took away, just being in there, um, meeting people, just meeting resources. And it made me really think, like, what did I want to do? Mm. You know, and that's from a... You know, granted, they didn't know I was really into art and stuff like that. But, um, you know, shoes, modeling. And then that's when all those passions just start coming. And in my mind, I had to, like, put in, okay, what do Skinny J do now? You know, like, granted, I put clothes on. But, okay, let me think. How can I just put clothes on? But how can I present it to, like, my friends to be like, okay, you need to check this brand out. Mm. So what I would do is I would support my friends. You know, um, shout out to my boy Tim. He owns um, Bob's Liquor Store out there in L.A., and he um he does crazy, like, flips on things. But it's like, let me wear this just to start tagging stuff that I wear. Mm. Everybody's like, oh, snap, you wear that dope stuff. 
okay, let me put you on if you don't know. Or if I do a reel or something, let me play a Cuzzo Key song that you don't know because it's going to show key name tagged in it. Or every mm-hmm. photographer I use, I'm going to tag them. Or even like the promo, you know, like I use for you, um, I just put, you know, hey, I'm doing a um, podcast interview. You know, just if people don't know, it just show like somebody may be looking for an interview space or just, you know, a big fan of your, um, you know, what you got going on your podcast. But then, like, how do I reach, you know, T to say, hey, can I be a guest or, you know, those mm-hmm. resources. So it was just about like, OK, I'm going to tag the shit out of people, but you're going to see who takes these pictures or what I'm wearing. And it brings it back to how Nipsey Granted, he did so much within what he was doing, but he made sure he acknowledged everybody. Mm. So it, it, it goes back full circle to like, granted, I can be doing whatever. I'm going to still let you know that you're acknowledged by me, you know? Yeah. Like, you're not, you know, I'm not too good to, you know, walk away from you. Or even though, you know, Nipsey had millions, you know, like, he, you know, but at the same time, he would be posted in Slauson, chilling, mm. you know, or whatever case may be. Yeah. And I feel like um, that's very important as well in the sense of like, because I see that even with, with yourself, with what you what you're creating with with Skinny Day and Friends. Like the one thing that stuck out to me is what you actually do is like, well, what can I do for you? Like, what do you want to do? Like the beginning of what you started talking about with him. Um, what do you want to do to where you're you're building yourself up? And I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, that's the same thing that you do with the people that you're surrounded around. Yeah. Like sooner or later, like. After a while, when you start meeting somebody and and you become cool with them and realize that there's a a dope person, those conversations do come to where you're like, yo, man, so, like, what do you do, man? Like, what do you do? Like, how can we better the situation? Like, I want to get your stuff out. And that's that's really, I feel like, the, the, um... The spirit of what Skinny J and Friends really is. It's just like, how how do I highlight this great talent of, of, these are my people. You know, these are my homies. Like my homie Shane from Westcott, he he say I'm the this is quote. He say I'm the yams to getting people to come together or collab. And um, mm. it made me think back. Like he was like, you're the yams, you know, from a ASAP yams, and then you know just how yams entwine, you know, and just mash together. Mm-hmm. And um, I really had to think back and like, yo, that it hit me because a lot of people always ask like, what do Skinny J do? And I'd be like, wow, like, what do I do, you know? And, like, even, like, my homegirl, you know, she was just like, a lot of people ask me all the time, what do you do or how you know this and that? And I'd just be like, I'm just skinny J. Like, I, I just do everything. Like, I model, creative, direct, you know, I help, you know, do mm-hmm. music. You know, I love music. I do I do a jack of all trades, but it's just what makes me unique. It's just that organic conversation, and it's just me you know, like my other friend, he would say, he was like, man, you're a big-ass cheerleader. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I fuck with it because I'm going to support all day. Yeah, like, yeah. just because sure. if I like something, I'm going to repost it because I want to show this. I don't care how many followers I got because that shit don't make me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's one thing, not to go on a tangent, but Ele- Elevator J, I seen him um, last night. And um, he was just like, you know, um, just seeing me in the streets. He was like, he was like, I could follow him. I'm going to see you in the street, you know, because we were just talking about some other shit. But it just make you realize so many people get hyped up about a following. But it's just mm-hmm. like, nah, these real people who I see, you know, yeah. I see you out and about. So it's like, that's my homie. Like, I don't need to, you know, Instagram to validate, you know, like that's the homie. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like me and Skinny J, 
I'm just me to where I want to see everyone win. And a lot of people yeah. don't want to see that or they see, you know, people getting bigger. But at the same time, you know, Larry, super big. But I was hanging out with Larry and his brother yesterday, the whole, you know, um, the free minded. And like, you know, I told um, I was telling Monroe I before I knew Larry, I knew Monroe, his brother. Mm. You know, from rapping. And then that's how I put two to two together because it was like they're brothers. And I was like, oh, shit, they're brothers? And then that's how I got on Larry. Mm. And it was like I always would, you know, tag Larry and certain stuff, and he was liking this and that. So it was like kind of like yesterday when we finally met for the over these years of kind of just Instagram messaging, and then I already, he already knew me and Monroe was cool. It was kind of like, damn, what's up, family? Like, how are you? You know, mm -hmm. you kicking it? You know, like, what you drinking out? Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it was just a big... Big party. So mm. it was just like from the pictures, you know, everybody was like, man, y'all was turned. Like, we really like, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, shout out to um, DJ Polly Guwap and um, yeah, shout my out boy to Jeff um, Lockhart, you know, then my cousins, um, they have a podcast, Free Breakfast. That was one of the things to where they did the interview with Monroe. And it was just like, I could have kept that resource to myself. But at the same time, I was just like, let me, you know, tap in somebody, you know, at the time, you know, who really, you know, they like, you know, interviewing, you know, and they're big fans of Larry. So I was like, hey, put know, two Monroe, and two together. Let's put two to two together and let's do this podcast until we're, you know, got them in the show. And we did what we did. We got B roll footage. They got to meet Larry. Like, it was a beautiful thing, you know, just to see them, you know, take the resources that I had, and, you know, because I could have mm. just kept it to myself, but I'm just, I'm not that person, you know? Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's the old saying, you're, you're blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. And um, that's how you continue to get blessed is having those opportunities and opening, them, and opening them to other people. You know, like one thing that stuck out to me is what you were talking about with Elevator J. And, you know, like really on some real stuff, I had to come to that realization of just like, yo, man, fuck a follow. Because at, yeah. at the end of the day, like I'm fake, like. You you can get so lost in the sauce, bro, with yeah. this stuff, like, dealing with social media, especially, like, what I'm dealing with now, like, the past, like, two years. Because, like, I tell people all the time before, if I wasn't doing the podcast, I probably wouldn't even be on social media. Because, That's like, true. I'm more of, like, low-key to myself. Like, I'm like a unicorn to these niggas. Like, I'll yeah. pop up to events and they'll be yeah. like, yo, I'm I'm really that type of dude, though. Like, yeah. cuz, oh, like. Like he said it best, like I may not have the followers, but I'll pull up. Like yeah. I'm like I really will pull up and support you. Yeah. And so I'll get those, like, I'll get those FaceTimes with the narrow and and I'll get those heart to hearts with like homies that's really in the community. Yeah. But you'll look at Instagram and get so lost in the sauce, you'll you'll start doubting it to where it's like, dang man, where it's like And that's it, like even from like a model standpoint, like you saying that it's just like, you know, um, you know, we get caught up to, you know, granted, make content and stuff like that. But, you know, it's all about trying to be viral or trying to do this and that. And it's just like, I know for me, it's about the art. You know, mm -hmm. like, um, you know, I look at a couple people to where, granted, I can post so many different photographers, but they all have different unique styles. And it's just like, yeah. I want to portray that to, okay, whoever's looking at my page. And, you know, one thing that stood out to me was, um, cause I got into a funk one time just about, you know, people just, um, I was just thinking to myself like, wow, people just stealing what I'm doing. And it mm. was just like, I was like, yo, I'm skinny J. Like why, why don't really get myself to a coming down to this low. But, um, mm -hmm. my dad had to kind of tell me, he was just like skinny. Think about this. You work with multiple photographers. You can work. I don't damn near work with like 30 to 40 photographers or even more. He was like, 
that one person who works with one, at a certain point, that photographer and them going to come, not to heads, but it's going to be like, when are you going to branch out to different styles? Mm. And I had to really think like, okay. Because even like I have in-house photographers and, you know, um, Lindsay and Danny, they're doing awesome. But I also know, too, from that, um, I can work with other people, you know, from, a, um, you know, a MJ, Kerry King, you know, or, you know, just from off the top of my head. I'm just trying to think who I work with today. You know, Sheldon, who we talked about. Shout out know, Sheldon Focus. Yeah, I can um, I can work with so many different people within and let, you know, my main house photographers do their thing. But don't get caught up within, you know, just thinking like, oh, snap, you know, the following. Because I think that's the new norm. Mm-hmm. But I'm a person, I'm for the art of it. You yeah. know, I want to, you know, you're going to see like me tag a photographer every time. You're going to see that different style, but I want you to see the art, the beauty of it, because every photographer is different. You know, like every podcast is different, you know, because mm-hmm. I listen to so many of it's so many good ones in the city, you know. Yeah. But it's all coming from a different, you know, different fountain of what they're talking about on their podcast. And that's what makes it super unique, you know. Yeah. That's the beauty of art is yeah. just seeing people's different unique stories coming to fruition you know i was just i was literally just um i tagged i tagged um charlotte podcast and jack of all spades podcast earlier this week because jack and all spades jack of all spades was talking about something that i was talking about uh, a month ago we was doing like you know just the politics of just like some of these like magazines and stuff like oh, that yeah. dealing with that and they were pretty much like, bro, like, it's only a few that's really, like, touching the people like how it really are. And I named them. And, yeah. and they were like, the the, the the respect was mutual. Yeah. Because, like, at the end of the day, just like what we were saying, we're just like, you supporting your friends and, like, Cuzzo really touching people and me really touching people. Like, you know who's really making an impact oh, oh, when yeah. you out here really, like, talking to people. And, yeah. and even though certain people may have certain follows or... I just had that... Com- it's crazy that you're saying that because I just had that conversation with somebody just with, you know, they do like the Charlotte... You know, don't get me wrong. You know, they can do their own thing, but are you really out here at these events? Or do you know what's going on? Um, shout out to Jamonte. Like, we really... Like, we had a conversation and it's just like, um, do you be... You know, are you at these events? Like, you know, and a lot of people like, you can say Skinny J is at these events and like... If you really want to say this is who or whoever is popping, don't just be generic. Like, you know, just, like, really go to these events and see, you know. Like, Jamonte had a crazy-ass set, you mm-hmm. know, his last show. But then, again, you know, it takes for, you know, whatever to get posted. Like, nah, we, we got to change the game, and you know. like, And that's just another conversation, but it's just like, do we really have the people within – these establishments going to or they just okay let me pick this person because they got a little buzz and just give them that title for that little whatever you know from a podcast standpoint like Mm. you got i hate to say it you got some podcasts here that are trash they don't talk about nothing but you have yourself um you know banks and then with jack off space that's just talking about real stuff touching the people talking to people within the community so it's just like at a certain point you know um when are we going to really acknowledge them, give them their flowers, you know, and let them know, you know, like, hey, because, you know, granted, y'all don't really care. But at the same time, you should care because it's just like you're not doing it for your health. You're not waking up and saying, hey, I just want to do a podcast. You're really reaching out to people within what they're doing within their craft mm-hmm. and just really um, broadcasting it to people who's listening to even videotaping everything, you know, like. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I and with that. 
you got to continually, um, for me, myself anyway, look at the bigger picture. Because I know, I mean, just like I was talking to um, Jack of All Spades when I, when I tagged him in and like, we know what, what's really going on out here, and yeah. you got to just stay focused at the bigger picture of what's going on. When you're not getting those accolades and stuff like that, but you're getting people from Dad going like Dublin watching your podcast, oh, yeah. or you're getting the emails of like, "Yo, man, like I like what you're doing with artists. I got a couple artists lined up for you. Like, yeah. can you help us out?" Like that. That for me is the awards, yeah. you know, and and building it up. That's helping me in the process of building it up as a bigger brand. For sure. And so, like, you get you get the awards. But for me, I call them like the hard awards, like yeah. the ones that really matter at the end of the day, because I don't really care. I was just talking to talk, but yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. really care about my face nah. being on no newspaper <laughs> and stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm about building this guap up and like building this brand up. The only reason I'm going to build the guap up is so I can make the brand bigger, you know, like because at the end of the day, like you said, it's it's about the art. It's not about the follows and stuff like that. You're doing stuff. You're posting stuff because you want people to see the dope art of what you're yeah. doing. You know, even when it comes to, like, you with your modeling and stuff like that, what you were just modeling. Um, recently, what I've seen on your page, like, the 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 color the color concept of how stuff is matching like of course it's dope to be wearing that high fashion yeah. but at the same time I'm looking at this and me I'm looking at it in the eye of like an artist of yeah. just like how how dope the whole thing was the whole yeah. like scene of it was and that's what it's really all about at the end of the day yeah that's um shout out to my homie Q um that's his brand um he got collection three on the way and um. You know, it was like I, I had to go to New York for um, a couple of um, brand meetings I'm having because I'm taking the modeling very serious now. You know, granted, I always take it serious, but um, we, we're getting, like, good feedback from my portfolio. The price is going up. The price is going up, people, just oh, for yeah, you to know yeah, that. Price, <laughs> uh, you know, your boy shot at Mason Margiela. Shout out to G for that. Skinny said yesterday's price is not yeah, today's price. Not today's <laughs> price, you feel me? But, um, you know, went up there. Um, my brother stayed up there. And then um, even my homie um, Don Flex um, took pictures of me. And um, it was just something to wear on the fly. I just wanted to wear something up there. And um, I hit Q, and he had some pieces ready. So um, we just, after my, meet, my meetings, um, I ain't even shopped. That's the crazy part up there. But um, mm -hmm. we kind of got it in and um, just to show off, you know. And I, I ain't want to show too much because he got a lookbook coming out. But um, I just wanted to show, like, the, you know, the, the leather pants he had and just yeah. the puffer. Like, just to show, like, hey, you know. Nigga, you, you getting go up, you know, you <laughs> be fly, you know. You know, and just to fly. And it's crazy because I'm walking around up there in NY yeah. in these meetings and people like, Yo, like who 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 designed that? I'm like, this is my mm. cute my friend Q, like he's in Charlotte and they like, wow, like, you know, like and I'm walking through Soho and it's just the looks. It's like I don't I don't really care, but it's just like I'm one of them um people I like to wear stuff that's a conversational. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. when you see me, you gonna hey, you know, I like what you got on, who does that? You know, who you know, and um it it gives you that conversation because once it open up, um that's when I can introduce you to whoever I have on or whoever this and that, you know, or what I got going on. So it's like, okay, you didn't know, but now you know within this person or what they do now. Mm -hmm. You even did that at um the the Skinny J and Friends event where you had Cuzzo headline. And I remember at the end of it when you were giving your thank, thank yous, you were like, yo, like, this hat is my boy. Like, yeah. this is my boy's um stuff. Like, and so still giving those people those flowers. Oh, yeah. So people, because I, like, you you 
and somebody like my boy, like VVG that we had on here previously. Oh, yeah. When VVG. I see y'all and when I know y'all going yeah. somewhere now, I'll be like, I know they about to put some fly shit on. VVG, <laughs> that's my dog. We, we got to get him part of... Um, I know he had some stuff going on. This is shit right here. He yeah, gave, he yeah, gave me see, and him one of yeah. these like last like going, couple of weeks he ago. Going crazy. I got to cop one from him. Right mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I seen him. Uh, what show? I seen. I think I seen him at Sianca show. Okay, um, yeah. He was chopping it up. But um, yeah, he um, yeah, he, he put it on too, man. And he be everywhere like him and Ghost. Yeah, I be like, he touched it. the people. So shout out to Ghost as well. I got to yeah. get him on, man. Oh yeah. He's another one that I, I've liked seeing his. He just came out with a project, actually, oh, where it's like yeah. I like seeing his progression as an artist, yeah. as somebody that's touching the people as well. Uh, let's talk about the the two artists. I mean, we know one half of them. Okay. Um, the the artists that you're managing, though, like because you you've how has that been that transition to where or uh, or better yet, when did you decide that you wanted to be a manager? Because that is a task that everybody cannot do managing. I've tried managing artists, and you know, like I know, um, depending hard. on the artist, it's, it's, hard, it's hard work. Hard as hell. And so, shout out to um, I want to say to Kobe Hines, yep. and shout out to Cuzzo Key. Like, what yeah. what fed that together to where you um, you managed them to? Them just been my dogs for forever. Um, I just so basically to put it in perspective. Um, just with them two, like, they always been sending me music. Like, you know, um, or I take it, you know, in perspective. Like, I just EP my homie Julian, who was at part of Skinny J and Friends. His um, EP, um, dang, I just had a brain for it. But he got an EP out. It's fire. Okay. Um, but um, I EP'd his joint. And, like, most of my homies who do music, they always send me, like, their music or what you think. Or skinny, you got an ear for music. So I tell him, like, oh, this shit trash. Or, you know, it's cool. Yeah, keep it honest um, with him. Yeah, keep it honest with him. You know, because at the end of the day, it's your music. You know, if you can say, hey, skinny, you wrong. You know, whatever case may be. Mm-hmm. But um, them two, you know, um, I really just, they was my homies, you know. And um, it was just from there, just with the Kobe, just the vision, what he wanted to do. And then with Key, the same way. And it's just like, I'm like, you know, they do their own thing. But it was just like. I'm like, you don't have no team, no marketing, this and that. And how, like, I run my Instagram or how, like, I do stuff, I market very, um, you know, very good to where, you know, I know how to kind of do it. And I'm just like, from a music standpoint, y'all music is what I listen to. Like, let's just, let's get this ball rolling, you know. And yeah. we're going to learn together, but at the same time, too, let's, like, even um, when we went to, we always at Sianca show. And um, I gave them, like, homework just on, like, okay, what do we want to do? coming up in the fourth quarter. Do we mm. want to have music together? Do we want, you know, what do we want to do? Yeah. Um, and it's just that transition. They know, like, I be cool, skinny, but at the same time, too, though, like, with deadlines and shit like that, it's just like, yo, like, I'm I'm, I'm going to be on your ass about it because at the end of the day, I see the best in you, but I need you to see the best in, within yourself, too. Mm, yeah. So if we're going to do this, we're going to do We're not going to half-ass it, but we're going to make sure we do it proper. You know, even with going, doing things or whatever we want to do, we have to lock in with these people to make sure this can happen. Because if we delay it, we can always miss our opportunity. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, But um, shout-out to, to Kobe and Cuzzo because um, – you know, they get on my nerves, but, you know, <laughs> they're my dogs. So we, um, you know, Cuzzo played me some stuff. He got some stuff in works, and um, mm. it's going to be a big, big year for Cuzzo coming up, and especially with Kobe too, as well. We, um, we're just working out um, just the game map of rollouts of different stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Kobe has a launch party for his brand 
Um, I think it's November the 12th. I'm going to be part of the discussion panel at um, Be Social. I saw that. I I, I um, put it on my story. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, some with that because it's going to mix the coffee in with his music. And that's just something it's, you know, like we talk about staying in your own lane and nobody's doing that. You know, a lot of people, they know to Kobe, you know, from working at a coffee shop. But just to blend that whole coffee with his music, um, mm-hmm. he gives me like that, um, you know, Mick, Mick Jenkins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's Chicago. The yeah, yeah, that's the Tacoby for me. But then Tacoby is versatile because he can rap and sing with it. So that's where it's like I'm like, you know, it's hard for a lot of people to do that. But that's a hell of a he talent. Ma- he makes it super easy, and it's just I was telling my homeboy because um, I play his music in Adidas. Mm. Um, Tacoby don't curse. Mm. That's what I know. My homie was like, Jay, dude, Tacoby curse, and I was like, nah. And I was like, I had to ask him. I was like, you don't curse in no music, do you? He was like, nah. And I was like, yo, that is just crazy. That's like, what's up. That's like, rare. Yeah, that's that's rare. rare. Nowadays, that's that's, that's rare. rare. You know? So, um, and it's just it's just wild, you know? And then from there, it's just like me going into a manager. It's just like I, I see his vision, what he want to do with the coffee, and then with his music, how it blends. And then even with Key, what he wanted to do, like, on some player type. So it's two. They, mm. both, they both have two different styles. And then yeah. I'm the middle of it. But I see what they want to do. And it's just like, like I was telling Key, it's time to take it out of, you know, drive. And let's put it in sports mode. You know, let's, mm. let's do it, you know. Yeah. So. Because the talent is there. Yeah. And then yeah, half, sure. half of the battle is, like what you said earlier, um, being that manager that believes in them yeah. enough to where, they they believe in themselves to want to do the work because yeah. half of that battle is um not be- like when you when they get to a level of not believing in themselves is because they're looking around yeah. and and looking at what's going on and then they're looking behind them and realizing that they don't have nobody believing in themselves yeah. and so you being that's that artist of that manager to to be that person to like look honestly this is trash um, we need to go this route. We need to yeah. go that route. And you being that person for both of them is going to be dope. And I'm excited. I'm excited to right. see what 20, 2022 has in store for both of them. Even this fourth quarter coming in, like I'm going to come to the November 12th event and really like shake to Kobe's because I've, I've never personally met him. Okay. And so it'd be dope to shake his hand and um, hopefully have him on later on down and the it, line. And it's like even for like I love all my homies who do music and they know I always be there, but it's just like for some of them I knew I couldn't manage or – take or i wouldn't say not take serious it's just because some of them they say okay let's do this what you think i give them my input and then it's just something left field and i'm just like don't ask for my input and yeah. then you go you know like i get you know you're your own person but at the same time it's all about making sure everything line up correctly because you can go left but it was it taking that risk that chance to go left to mm-hmm. where we we and you both discussed going right and I'm thinking you're going right, but you just curveball me. So it's just like, yeah. I just don't got time for that to where it's just like, you know, with um, Kobe and Key, it's just like, you know, I, I input, you know, what they're doing. And shout out to Key. Mm-hmm. I do. Key, um, I would just say this. Key was like the executive producer of Skinny J and Friends. Uh, I could choke the shit out of him. Because <laughs> it was some pulling t- teeth with Skinny J and Friends, but Key really, like, helped me with it. But it was just because we had to, you know, we squeezed people in last minute, but Key was getting on my nerves. And <laughs> like one day I just told I said, stop texting my phone. Like, we got this, you know. Like, Oh, my gosh. But that's my dog, though. But it's just pulling, you know, pulling teeth, but it's just coming to that compromise just mm-hmm. of what's best for the team and what's going forward. And um, 
you know, I like I told all like them two, I said, I'm with whatever y'all want to do, but we got to make it make sense, you know, mm. and, um, you know, with certain stuff. And that's just about even with having meetings with people that, you know, who key or to Kobe want to bring it within. But I say it got to make sense because I, I'm, you know, this is your future. Even though you work a nine to five, you eventually want to leave that nine to five and want to have this as your career. And I want to make sure set you up for success instead of, you know, like a, a downfall. Mm, so. Yeah. That's what it's all about, man, is finding that middle ground. It's like you you spoke volumes. And one of the reasons of why I stopped managing, <laughs> stopped managing was um, the having that middle ground not being there with that particular artist to where I felt like everything that I was throwing at them, it was like you said, it was curved to another direction to where I feel like with an artist and that artist manager relationship, it has to be some some pride has to be gone yeah. in, in that sense to where you have to really listen to one another and yeah. find that middle ground. I may not understand that song as an artist looking at yeah. your eyes, but you may not understand this this route of where I'm trying to take you in a bigger brand of like being in the music business. Because now when you're, when you becoming a, a, a artist with a manager like you and Cuzzo, now you're really entering the music business yeah. and you got to start moving in a certain type of fashion. And so I feel like it's dope that you guys have that relationship to where it will, um, you know, the honesty and transparency of one another is, is the root of what you guys' success will be because like a lot of relationships, when it, that artist manager relationship fails because the transparency is gone and they're not honest with one another. Even like my homie Julian, like me, E paint, uh, me, like E pen, um, being part of his process with his project, it was kind of like me and him, we worked on that project for like six months, six to seven, eight months, but we was like constantly pulling teeth and just about this, roll out this, this and that, but it kind of helped me understand, you know, just you know, doing the sequence of the songs to how, you know, listening and stuff like that. So it helped me just bridge that gap to like, granted, I'm always listen to what they want to do, but I always tell them mm -hmm. like, what do you want to do? And then from there, I'll give you my notes and then let's come to a compromise. Mm. And um, just with that, you know, um, it's going to be some pulling teeth, but if you can get to that middle ground just to make both parties happy, um, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, you know, and yeah. it's just also too like, Granted, you can go left field, but I want to say I'm I'm with you on that left field. I don't mm. want you to feel like you were by yourself out there, like you had to make that decision, like because we're a team, you know, like it's a we, not a I. When we say we're collabing or mm -hmm. I'm a part of the process, you know. Yeah, and teamwork makes the dream work, oh, yeah. dude. Like For you sure. can try uh, all these people that think that somebody is doing something like by them. Excuse me, by themselves, like they have a they had a team behind them doing stuff, oh, yeah, like even sure. behind the scene, even with like the chances, like people take him as being somebody that, and he is, and is rightfully so, like was an independent artist. But even with that, like he had a certain manager and a certain team that was behind him that was helping him push in that independent route, and so you you got to always have some people. I feel like that's gonna be there to understand your vision and help you get that vision out. I'm, and be honest and transparent with you. I'm be yeah. glad. Like when you said teamwork, it always make me think of um, the homie Jay Tips. Uh, I'm rocking um, the Good Times collab, but mm. um, Jay, I've been knowing him for a while, and just you know, a lot of people, you know, he he's been very successful on the hats, music, but that his hats are just buzzing. But his his collective of team, like I know them, like Muggsy McFly, mm. you know, Sicko, like um, Noel, like you know, even Bree, you know, um, Diego, like. 
his whole mm. team surrounding, he takes them with him. Like he's at Complex Con right now, and his mm. team is out there, you know. And it's like they all like Muggsy McFly has a brand to like even the other homie, um, sick. He has um, he's a poet, but he also has his brand. Then Noel has a brand. Like they all do some as a collective, and they come together and they go out and make it happen. Like you know, to where he's sharing the success within his team. And um, when I always think about teamwork, it's just like he's he give. I tell him all the time, like, he gives that blueprint to me because it's just, like, I want to take all my homies or and do the same thing he's doing with all his friends because they all grew up together, and now they're, like, okay, we're going to Complex Con next week or we're going this and there or we're doing a pop-up, but they all are enjoying the fruits of the labor just by what he, you know, from his vision to, okay, I got my vision, but I want to take you your vision with my vision and keep the ball rolling, you know. Mm, yeah. Dope. Um, price going up though. Yeah. Price price going, price going up on many scales. Um, I want to I want to give a congratulations to you on the Adidas as well because yeah, I appreciate. I it. see the prices going up on that as well. So yeah, I'm able. Man. I'm gonna be able to get some uh, some Yeezys out here or something, hey, baby. Man. Like yeah. I, I found my Adidas plug. Is that what hey, you're telling man. me? You know, you, might, you know, you know, we can talk about that. You know, talk I, about that off air. Yeah, off air. Uh, yeah, <laughs> probably, you know, um, Adidas. I've been I've been with the company for a while. I'm um, going on eight years. Um, mm. I love Adidas. Um, just I was just in Boston for the Boston Marathon. I saw that you and moving I, and grooving out here with that. Yeah. So and um, just got promoted. Um, just you know, a little stepping stone. Um, and it's it's beautiful because um, Adidas really my growth. Um, just as a person, mm. and then. Um, like I said, it's just helping because within, I tell a lot of people when working through, I always was in community service, but from a larger scale to being um, a manager and just giving a discount at, um, at Adidas, I was able to use my resources to buy, you know, like clearance shoes mm-hmm. just to give back to the homeless. That's um, what's up. Just to, you know, halfway houses, you know, I do stuff like that to some of the guys. They don't even know me, but they don't have shoes on their feet or they got one pair of shoes and I'm just like, it's going to be raining tomorrow, like, like, you know, so um, just using those resources where I work at to buy clothes and shoes and do whatever just to help some people. Um, mm. That's one thing that I, I love about it. And it's just like um, a lot of people be like, hey, Skinny J, do you ever work? I work, um, <laughs> you know, I'm a manager, so um, mm-hmm. I have to work, you know, but um, just the opportunities that I had and um, it, it just really molded me into the hardworking person I, I am today just with, with everything I got going on because sometimes – it's different events. I made them work from 6 a.m. to 3, and mm. that event started at 5. I'm going to go and, you know, be tired the next day, but that's just part of me now, you know. I just mm. have to make it happen. Some yeah. events I don't make it to, but at the same time, I try and make it to support um, everybody because that's who support me. So why not, you know, support them as well? Mm. That's facts. Has, because um, you've been with them for a minute, has working with them helped out? looking at the broader scale of like you building yourself up as a brand, like seeing, yes. seeing that and matching that. Yes. Um, I would say because, um, Adidas does so many things on different scales and it's just like when you go to certain events, like for example, just going to the Boston, um, you know, we did 2.8 million, like in like three days, That's um, what's you up. know, just by people, um, buying the Boston marathon merch and, um, just interacting. I think for me on that scale, it was talking to the actual runners from different years of running in that marathon. Mm. And that just made me from my brand just 
okay, as um, it made me just think about marketing, how I market myself to as a role model, you mm. know, because people can say, oh, that's skinny Jay, but some people be like, oh, that's skinny. Skinny know everybody. Like, how can I get like skinny? You know, I'm not arrogant about it. It's just like I genuinely talk to people, and it was just like being out there talking to the different runners. Like I met a, a guy named CJ. He ran in the Boston Marathon for over 40 years. Wow. Yeah, and he had, like, the jacket, and I was just like, it was so dope. And um, it just made me think that longevity, because when he walked in the building, everybody knew who he was. Mm. And it was just like, granted, everybody know who I am, but it's just keeping that longevity of when I do go places, like, you know, hey, how you doing? I'm Skinny J, or this is what I do, or, you know, whatever case may be. Because he didn't have any business cards or whatever case may be, but people knew of him within his longevity mm. longevity of running a marathon, but just how he was as a person. Like, he was just a caring, you know, elderly man who they said he would give his all every race, and he was – he never stopped the race. Like, and that's mm. what we talked about. He was just like, yeah, this is, you know, this is the next race. And he was like, I'll be ready for it because it's coming back in um, April um, 2022. He was like, I'll be ready for that one. And it just made me think, like, longevity-wise within my brand or myself as I introduce myself, as I come into a room and talk to people who I may not know to they want to know me or if I want to know them. Mm. So. There's so much you can get out of what you just said, just from the fact of just never stopping the race, man. Yeah. So so many life jewels to, you know, the the consistency and and good heart of that man to where that that spoke volumes more than a business card, yeah. and I feel like that's how it is with you in the sense of like walking into a room and and the consistency of who you are, your your word being bond. Um, I feel like that's what gets you into these rooms. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. your your heart is what continues to um, bless you to be a blessing, you know. So that's that's very dope. I want to leave off with um, just asking about the next event that you have um, coming up later on in, in 2022. You were talking about uh, part two to Skinny J and Friends. Um, I'm curious in the direction you're going with that. I feel like you said it was either going to be all females or, or R&B. Or um, so what's the direction you're looking at we, for that we next We got one? some slack from not having a, um, a female at Skinny Jane Friends. But we did have Autumn Rainwater. Shout out to Autumn. Yeah, she was a um, special guest. Um, but um, the direction for 2022, I would just say um, Ladies Night. I'll just leave mm. it at that. Um, it's you know Ladies Night is going to be a, a experience. And then in between, before we get there, we might have a, um, a remix part two of Skinny Jane Friends. But... Um, the one for 2022 will be um, featuring all ladies. Mm. Um, you the first that I told on here. So um, all ladies. Um, Y'all getting that first. It's ladies night. Yeah. So I would just leave it at that. And we got some tricks up our sleeve because um, we want to, you know, anybody can come. But it's going to be dedicated to um, the dope um, artists, um, ladies um, that we have within the city um, that's doing beautiful things. And um you know, it's just giving them their flowers as well. Like, I give everybody their flowers, but just giving them their flowers, too. So, um, it's going to be a couple surprises we got. Mm. That. So, um, I would say, I, I mean, I get one more surprise. Mickey Blends, if you know who that is. Mm -hmm. So, I would say Mickey Blends. And then, if you know Mickey Blends, and then you can kind of, you know, and just to put you know, two and two together. Put two and two together. And then, um, DJ Polly Guap, you know, I put, you uh -huh. know, so. 
you know, something, some a vibe. I would say, you know, the price, the price went up. So <laughs> we, got bigger, we got a bigger budget. You know? Oh yeah, a bigger budget now. So hell yeah, that's what's up, man. I see that going. I see that being the whole thing, bro. Like yeah, how how you just crazy. did that. Like everybody, everybody was like, I need to take that, and I think that it's gonna be, you know, because even I was telling elevator like. I want to do something really big for the city to where, like, you know how Atlanta do, like, the parking lot? Mm-hmm. I want to do, like, a Charlotte parking lot joint and have everybody, like, from, you know, P. Frank to mm-hmm. Elevator, Ghost, Eric Lotto, Dev, Luke. Like, mm-hmm. you can just, I just Mix them all, the R&B all with the rap, female. Yeah, that. just, you know, Sianca, like. You know, I just want to have everybody, like Lillian Blanche, like just everybody just from mm. Charlotte. Yeah. Just all on like one big stage. Like yeah. Beautiful. Just and just everybody come out. Yeah. That'll be a beautiful. I, I'm speaking it in fruition with you, brother. Like yeah. you're on the right track, bro. You're on the right track. And with your energy, you just got to continue to go because like it's there. Just like what you, we were talking about with Cuzzo, like it's there. Yeah. It's just now just continuing and being, cons- excuse me, being consistent in what you're doing, dude, and continuing to build that thing. But um, yeah, I love what you're doing, man. I love Appreciate what you're doing. Um, honored to have you on the podcast, dude. It's an honor for me. Like, <laughs> I've been I've been watching the podcast, and I appreciate what what you're doing, and it's a beautiful platform. And just you know, like when you hit me to say to be put on it, I was just like, wow, me, like okay, like cool. But it's just. You know, now I take a step back. Like, Skinny J is super big, but I just be chilling. Like, I still mm. be shy. Like, you know, it would be geeked out when people come, oh, you're Skinny J. Like, we know you from modeling. I'd be like, I'm just Skinny J. Silent giant. Yeah, I just be eating <laughs> it, just doing pictures, man. That's how it's supposed to be, man. Silent giant out the way. Let the work speak, dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. Go ahead and give people um, that don't know your, your Instagram or, or ways to get in contact with uh-huh. your social media. Um, if you basically, you know, um, I'm validated. You can see me in the streets. Um, but um, <laughs> he said, "Yo, I'm outside, yo. I'm outside, yo. <laughs> um, you know, fully vaxxed, you know." <laughs> but um, underscore skinny J underscore. Um, but if you can't, like, you gonna see me at uh, event. You know, um, shout out to Black Market. You know, for the Do Rag Fest, they had like you gonna see me somewhere, and you know, just you know, see me. You know, I ain't never shy. I'm always eating or just chilling with the homies. But Dope. yeah, I'm just out and about. So, dope, dope. Thanks for coming, dude. I appreciate you. This is As of Late. Thanks for listening to As of Late podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late podcast on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late podcast on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.